for takeoff. We are cleared for takeoff. Five, four, three, two, one. Time to take flight in your community and in your life. This is Audio Airstrike. This is Audio Airstrike, episode 174. I'm Everett Hall McNeil. Thank you for joining us. I've been doing a lot of thinking, a lot of self-reflection, especially over what's transpired over this past week. As many of you know, David Chauvin has been found guilty due to the murder of George Floyd. Rest in peace, George Floyd. And while a lot of people are celebrating, and while a lot of people are um, thanking God that we got a guilty verdict back, there's still work that needs to be done. I don't want this guy to get away with little to nothing jail time because at the end of the day it's up to the judge how strict or how all the way this verdict is going to be or this conviction is going to be or how many years in prison is he going to serve yes he has been found guilty we thank God for that decision however He needs to suffer the full length of time needed in prison. Not a slap on the wrist, not two-thirds of the time served, all of it. There has been a lot of going back and forth and people having discussions about this whole ordeal. And I'm going to be honest, at one point, I was open to talk about it. Talk with different people that were different races than me about what's going on and stuff like that. But I'm at a point now where I shouldn't have to teach people how to just treat other people with respect. If you are of my age and I am 30 some years old at this point and you can't understand how to treat people with respect then I don't know what to tell you this is not a hard thing to do and I'm going to be honest If you are struggling with that, I think you need to check your humanity at the door because the reality of the situation is, is that no one deserves to be treated like a second class citizen. I don't care who you are, what your background is. It's just the truth. And the reality of the situation is, is that this country, so they say, was founded on freedom and giving everybody in this melting pot a chance. But as you can see, we haven't lived up to that wholeheartedly for everyone. And an injustice in one spot is an injustice everywhere still. 
Now, at the moment that the guilty verdict went out, there was new developments of some heinous stuff going on. Adam Toledo, rest in peace, Adam Toledo, was killed after dropping, literally dropping his weapon. The cop decided to open fire anyway after chasing Adam throughout some Chicago streets. I saw the video. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. He dropped the weapon. So he was defenseless at that point. And you still perceive to shoot. I don't know what's going on with um, some of these police officers. If your nerves is that bad. That you can't think for a second. Then maybe you need to be careful as to what job you signed up for. I'm not trying to be insensitive, but it's the truth. I am sick and tired of hearing these stories. Of police being quick to shoot and not thinking through their decision. This kid was 13 years old. 13 years old. I can't imagine being 13 years old and having my life cut short. I can't imagine being 13 years old and not experiencing life fully. He tossed the handgun, raised his hands, and less than a second, fatally shot the seventh grader in the chest. And of course, the officer gets put on 30 day administrative leave. <sighs> you couldn't tase the dude? You couldn't just tase him? He dropped the weapon. He's 13 years old. He drops the weapon. And you open fire on a defenseless 13 year old. Do I? It doesn't matter if he was a saint. The point is, he's defenseless. He dropped the weapon. He listened to you. And you decided to open fire. These are things that bother me. Because it seems like every year after year after year, we get some type of excuse that somebody in law enforcement is too quick to shoot and kill instead of de-escalate the situation. I'm very disheartened by this. Because as this keeps happening, more stuff will escalate. 
And with this happening, causes more and more people to lose hope. I want to get into this story. A body cam showing another shooting of a black teen urged community to wait for facts. I saw this video too. With 16-year-old Bakita Bryant. Now, the video shows her with a knife coming at this girl. Now, look, I don't know what kicked off this fight. I don't know what kicked off this incident, but when I saw the video, I have a lot of questions. One of the questions is this. Why didn't some neighbors stand in and try to de-escalate that fight? There used to be a time when... People in the neighborhood, if something was going on, if something was about to happen, they didn't sit back and wait for somebody to say, hey, somebody needs to stop this. They didn't turn around and wait for somebody to come in and solve the problem. The community, the neighborhood solved it themselves. Why do I feel like that wasn't done watching this video? And also another thing that I want to add. Where are the parents? God forbid, I don't want any. Any child to feel like they have to go get a knife. To solve a fight. But on the flip side to that, though, with this 16-year-old, after everything that we've seen going on, and trust me when I tell you, after everything that we've seen going on, don't you think it would have been smart for that 16-year-old girl to put down that weapon with cops showing up? These are the things I think of. And it's a sad situation because no matter how you slice it or dice it, if he uses the taser... And the other girl still gets stabbed. What then? If he shoots her. What then? So this is a lose lose situation. When you look at the video. Nobody wins off this. And this is tough. Because this is several incidents back to back that just make you go. There's no reason why there shouldn't be serious consideration for police reform. And some people roll their eyes and some people scoff at it and some people say, oh, here we go again. But it's the truth. I've been saying this since last year and I've probably been saying it the year before that. We need some serious, serious police reform. And the thing about it is, I was uh, looking at uh, Cuomo, Chris Cuomo from uh, CNN, and he said something that was really eye-catching to me.
I'm paraphrasing, but he said, until this happens to Caucasian Americans with this police brutality issue on a mass scale, that's when you will only start to see police reform. Which that comment took me aback. I was like, wow. But is there some truth to what he's saying? For example, for years, the conversation about drugs and stuff like that in the inner cities. That really didn't become a conversation until people of a certain class, middle class and higher middle class, became affected with drugs and certain communities became affected with drugs. But when it was poor people and people that lived in inner cities, living on welfare and stuff like that, in these broken communities, in these hoods, nobody cared. And that's a problem. Because if you only care when the situation hits your circle, you're part of the problem. The one thing that I want to stress to everyone on this particular episode is that we have to do better to understand where everybody's coming from. I should not have to break it down into a lengthy detail about how you should treat other people. I shouldn't have to do that. It's ridiculous. Treat me as you want to be treated. It's that freaking simple. If I represent myself as a gentleman, if I represent myself as somebody that should be respected, just treat me as such as you would want to be treated. It's that simple. It's a simple premise, but because we hold people to this day, hold so much hate and racism and bitterness, we are never going to get to that point. Almost. It feels like we're never going to get to that point. And some of y'all, man, have to be the change that y'all want to see. Stop being pawns out here. It's really disheartening watching people out here become pawns. Being the very thing they hate. My encouragement for everybody today is to try to be the change that they want to see. Not when it's convenient just for you. So I'm going to switch gears here and I'm going to take this to our airstrike stock watch. It's a new segment that we have going on. And I want the reason why I'm switching to this segment for a time being is I want people to get acquainted in terms of being financially uh, having some financial options and finding your way to become um, financially free of some things, being in control of your money, have your money work for you overnight and stuff of that nature, stuff of that nature in that regard. So um, real quick, we're going to switch over to that segment and then I will close the episode. Thank you. What's up, everybody? I wanted to introduce a new segment 
to Audio Airstrike, and that is our Airstrike stock watch. I know there has been a lot of talk over cryptocurrency and stocks and stuff of that nature, and it's good to see that people want to invest in their future. With me at this time is somebody who is a stock expert in his own right in a lot of different ways. Ladies and gentlemen, with me at this time, we have Josh Bowman back on Audio Airstrike. This is a segment we're going to be doing pretty... Let me say it again. This is a segment that we are going to be doing periodically throughout the duration of the episode. We will come in. We will talk about stocks and the stocks that you need to watch out for. Try to give you some information early on so you can get a quick ROI on your initial investment. And that's the whole point is to use this as potential for other financial liberation. All right. So, Josh, thank you for coming on uh airstrike stock watch we definitely appreciate you taking the time to do this um you were on last week talking about a series of tickets that could be uh, beneficial to us uh have you found uh, any more um stock tickets i have and um can i just go back and make a correction to what i was talking about last week absolutely okay so um you know this short squeeze environment and the, the GameStop and the meme stocks and all that is is very uh, hard for me to understand sometimes too and hard for me to follow. Uh, I, I made a mistake uh, calling Cohen the CEO of GameStop. He is the CEO of Zometica and that was on my mind at that time. Uh, Sherman, George Sherman is the CEO of, of GameStop. And there were more shares of AMC offered. There were more shares of a lot of the meme stocks offered. Um, because they saw the popularity and they saw the availability for people to buy more, more of their shares. Now, what they do with that will depend on the, the, um, the direction of those stocks, uh, what they do with the money raised. Um, and also, I just want to, you know, I went back and, and watched uh, one of your episodes at least. And um, I just want to thank you for the, uh, for the work that you do for communities. Um, you know, of the disenfranchised, but also just for the community of people that just want to learn more about the world. Um, and yeah, I just see a lot of injustice going on uh, every day. And just that 13 year old Adam Toledo, um, just the other day, that was very, very uh, sad. And uh, I just want um, you to know that my heart goes out to you and your followers and, uh, and, and for all the, the justice that they're trying to bring to this world. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, it's it's very important that we keep people informed over what's going on because um, every time we you know strive for unity, there always seems to be a certain force of evil coming through and doesn't want anything to do with that. So we have to be the change that we want to see, and that's what our airstrike is all about. Um, so and we're gonna keep it pushing and and keep on um doing what we need to do to make sure that life is better for somebody else. Absolutely. I appreciate that about you. Um, so can I go ahead and share my screen? Absolutely. You can go ahead. Oh, it said host disabled. Participant screen. Oh. Let me go to my settings. I know how that is. I got to do that to my students also. Okay, try it now. 
Host disabled participant screen sharing still says that. Host disabled. That's the thing. I don't have a problem with you screen sharing at all. Screen share. Oh, here it is. All right. You can go ahead and try it now. Okay. All right. Wonderful. <clears throat> all right. Can you see uh, Finviz right here? Yes. Okay. So... Um, yeah, and, uh, secondly, you know, happy holiday. <laughs> um, and to go along with this holiday, this uh, April 20th holiday, I have, um, now this isn't a cannabis stock, but it is Leaf Group. It is Leaf Group. So the first thing I do is come to Finviz and I check it out. You can do this on Robinhood also. You can go down to the bottom and just read about the company, find out what they do, what they do. So this is an internet company, uh, operates worldwide and the diversified consumer portfolio. So that right there, you, you know that they're in a lot of different things. So um, the media segment offers well plus good, a health and wellness media, uh, home tours. Um, so homeowners, so this, this brings services to homeowners. This brings services to people who are, who are really thriving right now in this market because of the you know, Airbnb um, that's just taking off uh, this, health and wellness market that's taking off. Then I come down here and look at this total revenue that's going up in the last 12 months uh, from, tw from uh, 2019. Um, I look at this operating expense, obviously that's going up too, but then look, the operating income is coming down, right? Negative. So everything going up, but the operating income is coming down. So they're, they're figuring something out, right? So then I go here, look at this. Um, I'm wondering why it's at this, why it's at this like, if you look right here, it's at this, um, it's at this consolidation. And if you see this on a line graph, it really looks like it's going straight across. Well, you come over here and look at this and it says the company was offered $8 and 50 cents a share and they rejected it. They rejected it at eight fifty, uh, and which was a 21% premium. Look down here further, 21% premium buyout bid of 21% premium. So they so you know there's something big that they know that they're holding under their hat, right? Because 850 was about right here. Come to this level 850 was right here and people didn't know what was happening. Now it's up here above 9 and it's consolidating. So it could really pop from here. I've seen things go um, from, you know, holding this level for a while to, you know, going up 5-10 and it could be as volatile as the amount of shares that are available. So then I go here, ooh, look at this. Shares outstanding. There are 29.06 million shares in the flow, 24 in the flow, in the flow, with a short float of 2.5% and a price target of $9. See that, I, I don't really focus on that too much um, unless it's out, unless it's above what it's at uh, right now. So this is a short float stock. This could go fast when it does go. And I would just watch it. All these stocks, these are not telling you that they're going to go or they're going to go uh, or when they're going to go. It's 
watch them, do your due diligence and, and move into them when you think it's appropriate, right? With your uh, risk adjusted. The next one I want to go into is CTRM. CTRM, Castor Maritime. This is the one I, uh, stock that I got over here at, tw at uh, 23 cents, right over here at 23 cents. And it flew up and, you know, I took my profit on the way up, especially up top. And then it came back down and it, it's almost retraced. This is, these, I'm going to use terms that, that we use in the, um, but, are, but are still kind of, um, uh, they're more familiar to me than with you, but, uh, but these are the, terms that we use in the stock world. So, so what is, so can you explain to some of our listeners when you say retrace, yeah. what does retrace, retrace mean? Perfect. So retracing, look, if I take the, the, um, measuring stick and I go from the, from the point where I grabbed it at up to here, it was 645%, right? Now, if I take this again and bring it back down, it retraced back 76% of that. So it didn't, it didn't go back. So retracing means going back down the same line uh, that it, that it did before. Um, and then another way to, to check this retracement is a simple triangle. You just draw a triangle in here and you, and you, you, you capture all of the traded areas. So every area that's been traded at, you capture it. And then you create another line going this way at this support area, at this support area right here. And that creates your triangle. Now, anything outside of this can show you that it's going to either break out, break up, or break down. There is no guarantee. I'm not calling a guarantee. I'm calling um, what it looks like it can do, which is what everybody does. Nobody knows what things are going to do. Um, the other thing I do is look at the look at the overall market. The spy has just hit a new top, so right now we're we're coming down. All stocks are going down today. You take that into consideration, absolutely, because you know that what the overall market's doing is just a a macro right of what the individual stocks are doing. The individual stocks are a microcosm of what the overall market's doing. Does that answer your question about the retracement? Yes, it does. It does. And okay. uh, just so people yeah. know what website they're looking at, what uh, tool are you using? So what tool I'm using right now is tradingview.com. This is free. You can get the paid version. Um, there are many out there. There are different ones out there. I just I just go with what is is comfortable with me, what's easy to 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 maneuver. I can I know what all these things are just by going into them. Um, they're they're pretty self-explanatory just by looking at the pictures. Um, and a lot of these are, are, are high level stuff. Like, so I, I just use the basics, but this is good for the basics. And really the basics are figuring out what I set up is this MACD. This down here, this is the, called the MACD. This is the moving average convergence divergence. So it takes a bunch of moving averages and puts them together with the amount of <clears throat> with the amount of volume coming in to each of those. And then, and then you see it's like an elasticity band. It goes up. See this green right here? And you can make this a little bit bigger to show the elasticity a little bit more. But you can see it, it went up with the up, right? With the green, it went up uh, consistently. And then it started to come down. So people sell up top right here at these, at these points. They know, they see that top and they, 
they sell it and then they they see this whole pattern coming and they see it's not done it's not done it goes back up but then tr but then goes down again up here if you see if you line these patterns up and you keep watching these along with other stocks uh the macd and the vwap which is the volume weighted average price um that will really help you see uh where some patterns are where some strength is so because right here this is on the last day of the of the red looks like last couple days maybe um if you look at it it's like very very light very thin which means not that many are traded uh, um as opposed to over here right so this this could turn green very soon on the macd and that's called a crossover if you see right here this is the these are the moving averages and as soon as this blue goes above the orange you can see it's on an upswing you see so that blue if that if that crosses over that orange then it can um then it it can it can move to the upside and like i said this upside is uh from 40 cents right here to i just did it it's 284 percent so you have you're looking at you could right profit at least 284 percent um moving on uh what was moving. the name of that ticker again oh, that last ticker that was yes yeah, so this one was caster maritime incorporated caster maritime and if i go here to ctrm they have done acquisitions of vessels. So they are a dry bulk shipping company. I don't even need to go and read about that because I know a dry bulk shipping company. They have been beaten down hard by like offerings and stuff, but offerings like stock offerings. So offering more shares. But what they do with that is they have bought more vessels. So they have uh, acquired more vessels to add to their assets and they've been riding this the meme stock uh, the meme stock uh craze also but uh i i just like it you know i really like it the shares outstanding it will not move as fast as like something like leaf like i said because this has almost 1 billion shares in the float okay um let me move into another one this is one that i look at on the monthly because in order to see this move that it could possibly have, you have to look at it on a, on a, on a smaller scale. Um, you see this support area that it's held for over look, since 08. What's the uh, name of the ticker? Oh, wait, this is Galt, Galactin, Galactin, Galt. Um, it is a pharmaceutical company. So what they do is a clinical stage pharmaceutical company engages in the research and development of therapies and fibrotic cancer and other diseases. They have phase three clinical trials. Um, they have a pipeline. They have a pipeline that has been building. And, and I love to see this support, um, this support that, so some of these I, I like for the, for the uh, instant or for the financials. Some of these I like for the technicals. Some of these I like just because they are, you know, they're, they're, um, they're, they're, they're trending, right? And if you look at this one, it doesn't have much daily uh, movement. You have to like move this up really to see, but it really is coming into this consolidation period of, of not having any more uh, people being able to short, uh, uh, take it any lower than right around to this $1 area. So 
if it holds up here past this $2, it could be something, honestly, um, because it is moving into like an interesting flag pattern, but a long term. Savara is another one. Savara, this is a pharmaceutical company that I've followed for a while since they were um, another name. <laughs> and uh, what's the ticker for that one? The abbreviation? This is S- yes, sir. This is SVRA. SVRA. The, the reason why I like this one is because it really shows a pattern here of support. Um, I look at this one again on the weekly rather than the, the monthly weekly, and it shows a lot of, of potential here after it breaks out of $4, $5. It, it can gap up to $10. So um, I really like this one because of the pipeline. Again, the pipeline that they have, the drug pipeline. Um, and and the and the the symbol or the and the technical analysis is showing that it's in it's in the middle of a uh, it's in the middle of a consolidation that's really that's getting tighter and tighter, which means the highs are not getting very much higher and the lows are not getting very much lower. People are selling it within a shorter distance of sh- of of prices, which which shows the volatility is coming, which shows an inflection point. Okay, um, SVRA. So you can you can look that up. Um, I, I like it because, like I said, this is coming back down. This is coming up and down and showing some really good support at this level. This would be a good even swing trade for a couple days because if you see, this is on the daily. Every time it comes down to this level, it pops back up and one, two, three, four days higher, right? So this is a good support level to watch it at 160, even once. Yeah, 160 is a good support level. 150, even 150 is a best is a better one, because if and right now it just came back down to 150, not 160, which was higher than it's when it's last lows. And I've seen some explosive stuff happen from stocks that that go in this kind of trend, and you see it's it's happened a couple times, but it never came back down lower than this bottom. 70 cents, even a dollar, even back down to a dollar. So that's something to watch. Um, I have other ones and we can go to them, into them next week. I didn't realize uh, that I'd be getting into so much technical analysis, but I think I might've covered a lot of good basics, like setting up your triangles and things like that. Absolutely. So with that being said, man, I want to thank you for for coming in and talking about the different stock tickers to watch out for. And uh, thank you for giving some pointers on the website to use for reference. And once again, could you state the website so everybody knows just so they remember? Yes. So I use Finviz, F-I-N-V-I-Z dot com to actually check on stocks. This information is updated. It may be out out of date, but they usually update it uh, within a week or so of like stock offerings and things like that. Um, And then also this other one that I use for charting for charting is uh, to look at charts is is tradingview.com tradingview.com. And yeah. Yes. I guess I guess just to throw out some more uh, Nicola, N K L A, Muds M U D S, N N D M Nano Dimensions and Y V R. Those are other ones that I'm watching just because of the different uh, inflection points that I see coming in the overall market. Absolutely. So definitely check out those stocks. 
Uh, this has been another edition of the Airstrike Stock Watch, and we're going to switch it back to our regular uh, podcast discussion. Thank you, Josh, for coming in. Yes, sir. Thank you. My pleasure. Welp. This has been another edition of Audio Airstrike. I'm Everett Hall McNeil. Make sure you listen to Audio Airstrike on all podcast platforms and also follow us on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and all other social media platforms on the Internet. With that being said, y'all take care. We'll be back next week. Take care, y'all.